Welcome to Eerie Query, the podcast where we explore weird questions, creepy stories, and everything in between. I'm this week's host, Jordan Grimm. I'm camper, Allie Linden. And I'm the lunch lady, Bree Brewbaker. That's not fair. I want a full title. <laughs> I'm just the host. You're like the camp counselor. Yeah. It's the same. Okay. I'm the host in like the Stephanie Meyer sense. Oh, oh ew. there is yeah. an alien in you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I hate that for all of There's us. There's always something in me. Mm-hmm. I'll let you decipher how. Um, so, for this week, I think Bree has another question for us. A little icebreaker to, you know, cool us down and then heat us up for some spooky stories. The icy hot package. Yeah, there you go. I, and she doesn't even smell like menthol. I know. I, I do, actually, though. Yeah, I no. was going to say, how close are you? I, I, I just, like, oiled myself down with Ben Gay. <laughs> mm, yeah. But you are gay. I know. Ben and am gay. Hey, oh. that was a Ask bad joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was terrible, and I'm leaning into it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my question, so our audience can get to know us, and we can get to know them. Woo! Very important. Question of the day. If you were a baked breakfast good, Ooh. a break, baked breakfast good, what would you be? And mm. why? Ooh, it can is... also be an aspirational. Mm. Like, I want to be this, okay. but I know I'm Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or whatever. None of you are Kellogg's. That's why I was. I, too, name. aimed to stop masturbation in the Christian youth. Yes. I succeeded. Oh, soggy. <laughs> you just sound like a butter biscuit. You know what you are. <laughs> you know, that was my nickname in college. <laughs> oh, not surprising. The funny thing is, that is not a joke. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm surprised Jordan didn't know this. <laughs> so butter my buns and call me a biscuit. That was UK, Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Okay, I guess let's I'll get start. into it. Yeah. So here's my issue with this: is um, I'm very passionate about breakfast. Yeah. And by that I mean I am passionate about consuming as much breakfast <laughs> food as I can at all times. I could eat breakfast for every meal, but I think, oh boy, what would I be? There's so many. It could be a turnover. It could be a cinnamon roll. A bear claw. Mm. A bear claw. I wish I could be. Maybe that's what I should aspire to be. Mm. The gas station by my high school had dinosaur-shaped donuts. Ooh. You know? Yes, I want to be a... Dino donut. Dino donut in a little bakery in Texas. Texas. That's how they talk, and they like it in Texas with the spicy meatballs. Uh, you sounded a bit like Texan Cher for a minute. <laughs> oh god, I was gonna do a Cher impression. It's not coming out. Okay. I am Cher constipated. It's a little late for Cher. Yeah. You're right. It is. It, it is. is. And this also, is a, Cher bed a little early. <laughs> True for Cher. Truly. Truly. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with my the first thing I said. I think I'm a turnover. I'm very flaky in many ways. <laughs> my joke. <gasps> That's okay. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's And you know, I might be filled with something different every day. I'm a Gemini listen. So mm-hmm. a lot of options there. You don't know what you're going to get. You could get chocolate, could get apple fritter. Um, but yeah, 
flaky, hard to pin down, and mm. constantly full of some kind of liquid. Do you got a soggy bottom? <laughs> <laughs> the world wants to know. Yes. <gasps> no soggy bottoms. No and soggy onto up. bottoms, Allie. Hello. <laughs> I'm so proud to be recognized. <laughs> I see you for who you are. <laughs> um, so, I would be a fruit tart. Mm, you're a little tart. You're a tart? <laughs> because I like how layered the pastry dough is. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of work to get it there, too. Okay. Then, the cream is also so fucking finicky. Mm-hmm. I started making this weirdly. I'll do food parties if all my if one class everyone in there graduates. Yeah. And one kid is obsessed with fruit tarts. And so I had to learn how to make these from scratch for this one fucking class. It takes a lot of work. Is annoying, but it's like the best thing. And then you get a little mix of some random ass berries. Uh, I thought you your fruit is mango. It would be a mango tart. Never. Never. That was Mango's last week's question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mango's not fishy. I'm still offended. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, I'd be like the bi flag. Like strawberry, blueberry, and give me something purple. Raspberry. Maybe a purple, purple plate. Oh, cute. Make it real nice. Blueberry. And I do not have a soggy bottom. Mary oh. would approve. I'm glad Mary Berry would approve. Thank and you. She would also approve that you have admitted that you are a lot of work. Yeah. She does like things that are a bit complicated she and does. technical. Technical. Mm. There we go. Mm. That's how I'm going to rebrand yeah. my yeah. personality. Yes. Yeah. I love that this is a Bake Off um, podcast mm-hmm. now. Only. Yeah, absolutely. What absolutely. would you be, Brie? Would you incorporate the cheese? Mm. You know, you'd think I would, but no. But no. No, I'm not a cheese bake. Um, I... <sighs> You know, I aspire mm-hmm. to be, I think I'm a chocolate croissant, also <gasps> flaky. My favorite. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It was a little like, you get into it, it's a little crusty and sweet. But you know what? You know what? Hmm. That's wishful thinking. I'm a fucking orange cinnamon roll. You crack mm. that thing open, bake it for 12 minutes. It's easy. It's fruity. And a little fighting. Okay, it works it's there. a classic. It's it's a twist on the classic. Not boring. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'll take that one. I think, mm-hmm. like, as much as I'd like to be, like, exotic, exquisite, mm-hmm. Parisian. Nah, I'm Pillsbury, bitch. I'm Pillsbury. I feel that. And that's alright. Mm-hmm. People get the satisfaction of popping open the can. Scaring your partner. <laughs> orange, orange cinnamon rolls remind me of freedom. A little bit. Freedom. Freedom. Because in the summer, my great aunt, um, who is one of my favorite people in this world, she would have us over for sleepovers where we would stay up so fucking late for being young kids. We would use her coins to gamble on card games, which we always cheated in. Incredible. Um, Then we would stay up late drinking iced tea, cream soda, root beer, and watching British shows. And then the next morning, 
she would make us those and she lived on this farm and so it was just like totally like escaping normal life yeah to go like stay with my favorite people for the best time and like to this day they're my favorite times i'm glad i taste like freedom to you are uh-huh. you going to run away with me yet um i i am not wearing my engagement ring yes i have an in ben i know you are listening I'm making my way downtown. Ben, I'm sorry I was baking and took it off. This was unintentional, but we have an opportunity, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) And that is that. (laughs) All right. So to get into our story a little bit for this week, um, for our early episodes, we've all decided to share a personal story Mm -hmm. um, that kind of defines our experience with a person with the paranormal mm-hmm. and um kind of give you a perspective and what our experiences are and for my my story i'm bringing you to small town ohio um a little village very close to dayton called northampton where it i sounds grew up quaint it is very quaint very old i love it um yeah so Northampton was an older city. It would have been, I think it would have been, um, God, is there a better word than erected? Um, founded? Constructed? (laughs) God, what is my- Ground broken? (laughs) Literally anything? Ribbon cut? Yeah. (laughs) Ribbon cut. Created. Let's go basic. Ribbon cut. Birthed. (laughs) Birthed. Birthed. Birthed from this earth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what a ring. The early 1800s. And now, when I say that there was a lot of remnants of the founding of this town within this the town, the village itself. Because I say, I say village because, I mean, it had, like, a population of, like, 300 people at wow. most. Wow. I will say, every time you say village, I picture you in um, Belle's little <laughs> um, blue dress with the white apron. Yeah. Um, being snooty to yes. um, your townspeople. Except I don't know how to read. Yes. You don't have to. You just, <laughs> you do know how to read. I've seen you. <laughs> I don't know. Have we confirmed? This is the next Leah Michelle. Oh, no. I don't want to embody that energy. <laughs> I'm Please, so no. sorry. I don't want to body in any of the energy of any cast of Glee. <laughs> true. It's true. True. Sorry. Also, Jordan can read anybody to filth. So yeah, it's true. I am quite mean. That's that's the that's. <laughs> Your tiny legible town. Yeah. Okay. So what you've all learned about me so far is that literate? I can't read. Literate town. <laughs> I can't read. I mean, and I'm way too drawn to the word erected. And we love all of those things about <laughs> Thank you. you. A case study. <laughs> so, so, so to rain us back to Northampton, um, it was originally. Erected, yes, <laughs> to be a um, train stop um, uh-huh. through um, most of the Ohio Midwest. So um, there was a lot of opportunity when it mm-hmm. first opened, and when I say um, there were remnants of its age of the village, we used to. My friends and I, there was actually a creek that we used Ooh. to play on. And just catty corner from my house, like literally I could see it from my window. There was an old 
cemetery where I want to say the newest tombstone was from 1880. Wow. And when you walked past the creek, which would have been, you would have had, um, like cliffs mm -hmm. on both sides of you, you could actually see, um, some of the wood coffins peeking wow. out of the cliffs. Um, I spent a lot of time in that cemetery reading. I'm already destroying my own narrative. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually, um, I experienced a haunting. We would have moved into this house when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. It was the first house my parents ever bought because they were younger mm. when I was growing up. And um, there was immediately some weird vibes. But strangely, this story, but weirdly, this story kind of involves the whole town of Northampton, mm -hmm. which is why I like telling it so much because um, there is like layers to mm -hmm. it. But um so my family i had already talked about in our introduction episode that my mom has always kind of had she's like a self-proclaimed psychic and mm -hmm. she's always just kind of had experiences with um the paranormal mm -hmm. but um i think me and my siblings had so many experiences in this house to the point to where so my family and I had all had so many experiences in this, in this house and we didn't weren't able to really all connect the dots until we started mm. sharing information. Um, there was, in my opinion, multiple entities in this yeah. house, but I want to narrow in and specifically just tell the story of one entity and it was this little boy. Mm -hmm. So when I was growing up, when we had moved into this house, our house was one of the oldest houses. Like if we, um, I worked in a restaurant and it had a picture of an original, like artist rendition mm -hmm. of the town when it was first founded. And my house was like one of the eight houses in this mm -hmm. like suburban area that like had been built. So I want to say my house would have been built in like 1860. It was wow. old. Um, and so I would have live there in the early 2000s so i want to say it would have been about 140 years old at the time and um our house was quaint um it paled in comparison to the other house that was original so mm -hmm. how this house was built was we lived next to this bougie looking bed and bread <laughs> and breakfast and the story is and there was a woman that lived in this house i don't want to get it too much into it mm -hmm. now but supposedly this woman, we had found out when, because my mom had talked to the spirit, we ended up doing research and finding some things out about her. So my house had been built when the wife of the man who lived in this bed and breakfast next door complained that her house was too lavish and she was embarrassed to have guests over. So she had her husband build her a second house next to it that was more quaint. Mm -hmm. We think there was probably, they were separated yeah yeah and that was just the old-timey way of separating um but the other side of our house was an old um like three-tiered convenience store type thing <laughs> think like an old wild west movie how there was like those stores that was two stories and they were like mm -hmm. long old buildings like a saloon almost. like a saloon almost yeah so what it was is there would have been three separate um, buildings on the mm -hmm. bottom that were meant to be storefronts and the top was dilapidated the second story like there was no way to get into it there was no stairs mm -hmm. no entry or anything mm -hmm. so 
eventually some a, a restaurant moves into this finally and nothing had been in this building mm-hmm. i want to say since the 80s like 20 years this had just sat there and this was an old building about as old as our house my bedroom there would have been a small gravel alley like just wide enough for a car to fit through in a small plot of land on the side of our house mm. but i was i want to say maybe 12 feet where I laid my bed, the window next mm-hmm. to my bed, directly went into a window of the second story building. So I could fully see into this building. Um, and I had often seen a little boy playing mm-hmm. up there for years. And keep in mind, in the like the mid, early 2000s, I was not like a child. I would have been a teenager at this time, mm-hmm. probably 15 or 16. So, um, it was not, like, an imaginary friend. Like, this was a child I had seen. And, um, mostly it was just innocent. I would be going to bed. I would look over. I would Mm -hmm. see this child playing there. And I just wouldn't think much of it. I'd be like, well, that's very weird, but none of my business, child. Do what you do. (laughs) I'm like, maybe the child would sneak out at night. Um, the neighbor, the area I grew up in at the time it's a lot nicer now but Mm -hmm. it was a lot was like a lot of drug addicts Mm -hmm. and the neighborhood so i think like a child sneaking out of their house to like kind of find somewhere safe to stay was not like weird Mm -hmm. at the time Mm -hmm. so i was like oh maybe the neighborhood kids are like just sneaking up there and like they have a little fort or something Mm -hmm. um but eventually we started sharing stories but one that i remember is um we had all started seeing this boy and the weird Mm -hmm. thing is we would not only see this boy next door in that building where he Mm -hmm. seemed to predominantly like he would come into our house and one um that we remember is my sister had Mm -hmm. a basketball because she played sports in her room and my mom was awoken at like three in the morning Mm -hmm. and um she came and woke me up because she was too scared Um, But she had heard my sister playing with a basketball like three in the morning on a school night. And she was like, what in the ever loving fuck is my daughter doing with a basketball at 3 a.m.? And all of the rooms were pretty close. You could hear Mm -hmm. pretty well. And she opened the door and saw a basketball suspended (gasps) in the air. Nope. Nope. And then just dropped. (sighs) And there was a weird thing with balls in this house. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) Weird things with balls. Um, If you would leave a ball laying around, Mm -hmm. you would be home alone and a ball would just come rolling. And they wanted to play. Yeah. Exactly. So I almost had like a feeling this was like actually the spirit of a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Now there were some weird things. Um, so, according to my mom, I did not have as many experience. Like, so I would see it playing at night. Um, but according to my mom, she would tell me that for some reason the spirit of this boy really liked me. I don't know if it's because I was the eldest sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the part that still to this day really creeps me out. I don't get creeped out by a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but my mom would tell me that throughout the day, 
and I have no memory of this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would come to her daytime, nighttime. She did not know um, when I was going to do it. And keep in mind, I was like 16. I was not a child. Mm-hmm. And I would think, like, I was not like one of those 16-year-olds that I was like really childlike either. Like, mm-hmm. I was out with friends and like, yeah. yeah. Um, I wasn't like playing with action figures or anything. Yeah. But my mom said I would come up to her. And I would tell her that I have a secret all the, the time. Fuck? And then I would tell her things. I have no recollection of this. And she, my mom, what? like, I just found this out, like, right before our vacation together. Oh, my gosh. But I would come up to my mom and I would tell her secrets about the people in town. Mm-hmm. I would tell her secrets about things that were going to happen. And I would specifically tell her secrets as if I was a child. What the fuck, Jordan? I mean, that's really cool from a like a distant perspective. Yeah. yeah. But like not up close. Don't love that. No. So I really wish I'd done more research and called my mother before this so I could have got more information about it. Um, because I don't have any recollection of this. Yeah. I um can't even like when I really try and think about my time yeah. in that house, um, we all had this issue where everything kind of felt like a fog a little bit. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you can't remember much of it. And it seems weird and, like, you almost kind of doubt yourself when Mm -hmm. you think of things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do not have, like, strong memory gaps where... Yeah, my mom would say, like, um... And sometimes I would... She said I would phrase it weird. Like, sometimes I would come to her and tell her I have a secret... Sometimes I would come up to her and said, like, I, I, like, heard something in a dream. Or, like, someone whispered something to me. Um, very strange. Did you ever tell her what the secret was? Yes. Like, it would be random things. Oh. Like, about people in the town, like, I barely knew. What the fuck? No, weird. Were they, like, confirmed? Was she able to confirm some of the secrets? I will have to get back to that. If anybody wants an update, I'll talk to my mom and... That would be really... Again cool yeah Yeah. terrifying yeah so for me when this all came to a head personally um was i would watch this boy play in the second story all the time um i am trying to remember him and what he looked like in my head and for some reason like i have like a visible like a mm-hmm. physical reaction to trying to remember i like, cannot wow but i know like i saw him and he was there yeah but i would look out my window and i would watch him play and one night um this little boy looked at me like physically he was playing with a ball he physically turned his head to me through the other window and like we made eye contact which i've never done before Mm. and i was like that's strange and i quickly like just turned around i'm like look away um and then like and i remember this being early in the night like i had not fallen asleep Mm -hmm. i felt something literally laying on top of me and then i lifted up the blanket and this kid was laying on top of my body (gasps) jordan it was bizarre and so that's when I started to accept things. Because before then, everything was just kind of like, I could explain it away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were pretty strict growing up. So, like, 
I don't think we felt very comfortable confiding in each other about mm-hmm. things, even though my mom yeah. also really likes ghosts and stuff like that. So, um, my best friend lived around the corner, and this is when the story gets really weird. That building where I would see the boy playing, mm-hmm. a restaurant finally opened up in it. It was called Round Robin. It no longer exists. Hmm. The food was so good and it was so cheap. <laughs> And me and my friend would meet after school there all the time just to, like, order french fries and drinks and just Mm -hmm. sit and chat. And I was like to my friend, "Um, you're not going to believe this, but last night Mm -hmm. I had seen this little boy playing. And, like, I physically saw him under my blankets, like, laying on top of my body, just staring at me. Like, it was the strangest thing. And then the restaurant owner looked at me and was like, wait... Can, like, can you please repeat that to me? And I'm like, sure. And so I, I repeat it to her, and she was like, I'm not kidding you. I have had two people quit because they go to take the trash out, and when they turn around, there is a little boy standing there. Yeah. And he won't let them in the doorway. What the fuck? Yeah. That's weird. It's, it was strange. I did, like... I want to play with you now. Let them in the doorway, or like this is mine. Not let them in. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say. Yeah, fair. But I don't feel like there was any malintent. Mm. Um, but I do feel like this was a spirit with multiple levels. So I will say, like, I never felt any malintent but this um the spirit felt Mm -hmm. like it had a range of emotions Mm. um like i feel like it had distinct things it wanted in that time Mm -hmm. like it felt very present which was very weird Mm. Um, like sentient almost yes exactly okay um so she had told me they had had two people quit yeah and i was like that is so weird and she's like i haven't seen it myself but she's Mm -hmm. like sometimes i just get this feeling when i'm alone and i just she's like it's not i don't feel comfortable and i'm like that's fair can i ask you two questions yeah ask away okay first of all do you have any idea what it looked like like what he looked like i specifically remember um like a bowl cut Mm -hmm. i felt and um being very very pale okay and big eyes Mm. i do very distinctly remember Mm -hmm. big eyes but i can't fully form like a picture for some reason i mean to be fair this has been over 20 years yeah um but yeah makes sense Mm -hmm. second question when you saw him playing what type of ball Ooh, that's a good question. It's something I wish I would have paid more attention to. Because I'm wondering if that could tell us a lot time period-wise. Yeah, yeah. I'd it always seems like he was bouncing a ball, like yeah. you said, yeah. right? So, like, um, if was it smaller, like Jack's? Mm. Mm. Oh, it was not like Jack's. It would have been like an inflatable ball. Which, like a bouncy ball? Yeah. Okay. Makes me think it could have been like... 50s to 70s? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking 70s with the bowl cut. Yeah. And yeah. A, a basketball, I mean, yeah. really yeah. big in the 70s. Um, yeah, true. In Ohio, isn't basketball always big, or is that Kentucky? 
I have no idea. I also said that like I know a lot about basketball. Sure, sports are way beyond my scope. <laughs> I, I, I've seen in 70s vibe stuff a basketball. I, yeah, I, um, I know what a basketball looks like. Yeah. I think I've even palmed one before. Mm. But, it's uh, brown and spherical, right? Sometimes Orange. they have red, white, and blue stripes. True. That's more like globetrotters. Mm-hmm. 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 A sports, a sports aficionado. You, you knew a, a real 100% not fake team. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just going to walk past that. I only know the Harlem, or, yeah, the Globetrotters because, uh, because that one hot lady on, um, the circle was oh. a Globetrotter. See, they're on Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how so, I know the Globetrotters. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, fair. of course. Very fair. Um, <laughs> that's wild, Jordan. Yeah. Well, so, and here's where it gets, mm-hmm. <laughs> there were more layers get added to the story, and this is why it's one of my favorite stories to tell, because this was a haunting in my small town that became like a community thing Mm -hmm. like um everyone knew about it and like people would talk about it um because what happened next was actually um so in that building and i had said i'd always seen him playing in that second story so the trash man actually came now that there was trash to pick up Mm -hmm. at this building to pick up the restaurant's trash and the trash man saw a little boy playing in the second story and the trash man called Child Protective Services. Mm. So Child Protective Services had to actually get a ladder, break into the second story of this like dilapidated wow. building, and find absolutely nothing but a few children's toys. Oh, there were children's there were children's toys. toys up there. Wow, That's interesting. And then, so this is when the regret kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. Not regret because I didn't have any control over it. But some sci-fi ghost hunter show was doing a um, do, was doing a special mm-hmm. on a historical house in the area that I grew up, and they had caught wind of the story, and so they actually came, and an intern I want to say from Ghost Hunters because it would have made sense for this time knocked on my parents' door. And unfortunately got the worst person in my family to ask, which was <laughs> my dad, who does not believe in any of this stuff and actively hates it, mm-hmm. and asked if they could interview our family for a story on this haunting. And my dad laughed in their face and slammed the door. I'm so sad you missed out on a chance to meet Grant, mm-hmm. my childhood hero. I could have literally been on a ghost hunter special jordan i would have had the biggest crush on you i would have been a kid at home watching that being like i wish i knew this person and lo and behold about 10 years later you would have mm-hmm. but yeah i just am so sad that i missed my opportunity to be on a sci-fi show yeah. um they of course it, one was never made i guess there just wasn't enough interest in our little town they didn't have your story exactly <laughs> Um, and then I think, mm-hmm. like, how many of my family stories could have got oh. revealed, too. Now, to be fair, they usually do historical. Mm-hmm. And they usually do, like, yeah. 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 More places they can. So, yeah, it would have been the historical one because there is actually mm-hmm. one of my... Because I know the house that they were investigating uh-huh. for that episode. 
Um, it was my eighth grade teacher. She lived in a historical house, and she, because it was a historical site, I remember mm -hmm. her talking about how annoying it is that she can't change the wallpaper. Like, she had to sign, oh. like, a contract to mm -hmm. keep it in the state, the same state, and take care of it. Um, but she had never had yeah. any experiences there, like, that were paranormal. Uh, but they were coming to specifically do, like, mm -hmm. a little vignette on that house. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that's when they mm -hmm. came to my little village. Um, but yeah, um, there was a ton more experiences I had in both that house and mm -hmm. the house that I lived in before, which was about as old. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to keep the story kind of streamlined to, like, this mm -hmm. one spirit. After all of the interest from the town mm -hmm. i don't know if it's about the time i would have moved away to college or mm. i spent most of my high school like later upperclassmen years living at my girlfriend's house at the time mm. so i just was not home a lot anymore at that point yeah i've always thought about it my parents lived in that house until about two mm -hmm. years ago and my mom never stopped having experiences there. Wow. Um, so. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll have to get your mom on. Yeah, days, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She's still experiencing things in their new place, right? So my mom now lives in a house that would have been built in like the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, and she has told me that... So I have actually seen a spirit mm. on their camera. Yeah. And it was on, so it was the night of my adoptive grandfather's funeral. Mm -hmm. My mom had a dream where he said he was having trouble finding my grandma who had died like less than a year before. Mm. And my mom was like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but I'll try and help anyway. Like that was mostly the dream. And then when we checked the security camera ever, there was an orb floating around my parents' front door for hours. Wow. Until it finally disappeared, and my mom said she thinks he found peace at that point. But, um, all yeah. of the, so it would be her best friend's parents that my mm -hmm. mom has known since they were all in high school. Mm -hmm. And, um, they all know my mom kind of has a proclivity towards the supernatural <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense that he would come visit like go her. to her yeah yeah, yeah. so oh, that's amazing mm -hmm. but yeah she says besides that she doesn't have yeah. many um she has told me that um there are spirits that we would experience in our last house that were not tied to the house mm. and she will see those occasionally that's kind of what i was yeah. getting at is like or do they are they attached to her mm -hmm. are they attached to the house more it sounds like the little boy was more attached to your old house right i would say our old i would say um a small section of the neighborhood mm -hmm. is what it seems well, like yeah 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 i just mean like last Sorry, yeah place. yeah i agree and actually yeah. now that you bring that up that is something that i've always found really interesting is that that child would haunt a few buildings at once because there's supposedly one of the other close by houses, mm -hmm. they would also see him. Him. Yeah. I am a believer that, like, 
it can be tied to an area. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that area can shift over time based on, like, like with your mom moving places, things can get attached to people. Or if there's activity yeah. at a certain house, I feel like that draws more. Well, it's always, like, the white lady at the bridge. Yeah. Like, yeah. it will haunt a strip of rope. Like, yeah. there can be... And Elvis is everywhere. <laughs> True. Elvis there haunts everything. True. While still living. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. The king, man. The king. The king. But yeah, man, if, if I was a cryptid, I'd be Elvis. There you oh. go. I mean, Elvis kind of is a cryptid. Yeah, right? That's Isn't that strange to think about? Oh, bizarre. Yeah. When I die, I want to become a cryptid. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sorry. I mean, Bloody Mary God did it, so God why not it. you? Mm-hmm. Bloody Brie has a better ring to it. True. True. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your drink will taste a lot better. Oh, uh, a lot of lavender. Be drinking V8 and vodka. No, nope. no. Nope. AM or whatever. I'm excited to hear the rest of the hauntings in later episodes. Yeah, I'm sure um, if anyone's ever curious, they can reach mm-hmm. out and we can try and maybe do some specials of yeah. personal stories if it's something you enjoyed. Also, if you have any personal stories, <gasps> feel free to contact us. Yes. We'll have. Um, some links yeah pretty soon for you i'll plug them at the end yeah reach out with any of your stories maybe anything that you resonated with in our stories or anything you want to add we would love to hear from you yeah i would love to do listener episodes absolutely so please send us in yeah our ears are wide open Mm -hmm. and ready for your words and we'll ask you some stupid questions as always Thanks for joining us on this week's adventure. And a special thanks to Anthony Ployhar for our music. Find more at eeriequery.com. Share your stories to eeriequerypod at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at eeriequery. Thanks! Thank you. Thank you.